Welcome to the Wilton Report, your local real estate market update with Josh Wilton, respected real estate agent, broker, consultant, and co-owner of Queenston Realty in Princeton, New Jersey. Each week on the Wilton Report, Josh Wilton takes a deep dive into the research and analysis to provide you with the insider real estate information you need to buy and sell faster and smarter. Okay, good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, actually, and welcome back to the Wilton Report. It is the beginning of uh, February, not the beginning of January, the beginning of February, and uh, we just had a great market seminar here at the office Saturday morning and on Zoom. I'm going to share some of the research we presented there. It's uh, Those meetings are always open to everybody. Um, I do invite you, so uh, the next one we'll let you know well in advance. Please feel free to attend. I'm going to share some of the information um, that we covered Saturday. This is going to be a fast and furious Wilton report. There's a lot to cover today. Uh, it's just a lot of news, just like amazingly scintillating, uh, news environment for real estate jobs, the economy, the whole thing. So we're going to cover it, uh, quick. So just as a reminder, we are inviting you to our next seminar. This will be actually in person at the Nassau club. Um, so we have decided to move it off of zoom, get back together in person. So if you'd like to be our guest, at the Nassau Club, come have a glass of wine, maybe a bite to eat, I think, if we're serving food, but we're definitely serving wine, and listen to Jeff Gradone, who is a partner at Archer Grinder, talk about the residential tax appeal process. So, and you can just shoot me a text and let me know if you'd uh, like to come to that. So getting to the news, let's just kind of take a step backwards or go up a level and look at some national and state level information as it relates to the economy, jobs, and then we're going to kind of hone in on real estate and then hone in on Princeton and in this case today, West Windsor. So some big news. This was actually the October uh, slide deck that I used at the market seminar. So U.S. job growth shows signs of slowing, even though uh, the country created 150,000 jobs. The news is never there to tell you anything positive. So that was the slide in October, 150,000 plus jobs. So um, this was the slide Saturday morning. I pulled the news Saturday morning for the market update. January had a massive job report in the United States, 353,000 jobs reported uh, in January. That is huge. So that's what it looks like. So coming out of COVID, you saw some big spikes, but this is the biggest since January of 2023. Uh, so the economy keeps right on trucking. I do always maintain that real estate follows jobs. So that is the national news. It was a big, uh, big story over the weekend. Rates went up uh, in response to that a little bit, interest rates. I'm not going to get into rates today. Now in New Jersey, um, you're hearing reports that in, uh, unemployment is rising and it statistically is. Uh, but again, all real estate is local. So this is the New Jersey report. We're at 4.4 uh, for September of 2023. So again, this was an article right off the press. I pulled it Saturday morning this past Saturday. New Jersey's rising unemployment makes economic future uncertain. Again, the news is never here to tell you anything positive. <laughs> Do your own research, which is, I guess, why you listen to the Wilton Report. Yet, uh, they added 90,000 jobs in 2023. So healthcare, social assistance, government, leisure, and hospitality for more than 80% of the jobs. Um, there are, there was, there's talk about what's being called a white collar recession. We'll see how that plays out, but basically they've recovered all the COVID jobs lost plus an additional 120,000 jobs in New Jersey. So 
overall things are heading in the right direction, not getting into the politics of it because I don't care. More importantly, what does the unemployment ticking up look like? So actually in our market area in the Princeton Metro, if you will, which is known in Trenton on state and national indicators, the unemployment rate in our market center is 3.7, whereas in Southern New Jersey, you're hitting 8%, right? So Ocean County, Atlantic County, Salem County, Southern New Jersey, the job situation there is never what it is here, which is why in 09, we had bidding wars when literally uh, the rest of the country was you know, thinking we were going to lose our currency. We had bidding wars for cash at Princeton on real estate. Why? Because it's a massive job center, Princeton University, and it's located in between job centers. We won't get into that. That being said, uh, our unemployment rate is actually going down locally, like in the in the kind of the Mercer County, Middlesex County metro area. It's down from 4.3 to 3.7. So trending in the right direction, that's great. But again, when you look at the jobs on the Northeast Corridor, Mercer and Middlesex County are leading the pack with growth. Since February 2020, they keep coming in at the number one and two spots. Uh, it should have that updated report in about 30 days for the end of the year. But that being said, Mercer and Middlesex County are massive job markets. So Jump to national real estate really quick. You, this is inventory for sale according to realtor.com, which is probably the best conduit of information. I know people like Zillow, but realtor.com is actually something called accurate or more accurate, I should say, in terms of data, not pricing uh, data. So January, 2024, you see a little bit of an uptick in standing inventory nationally. We are still 50% below where we should be. Um, so it's not like... You know, somebody in the news is going to say the sky is falling, the market stopped, right? It's, it isn't. It's just, it's improving somewhat. Um, but the reality is when you look at January of 2017, there were um, 1,154,000 listings uh, for the year. Uh, last, this past January, we're down to 665,000. So we're down by 50%. We have a long way to go uh, until we come out of the inventory crisis we're in. Some towns, maybe like Princeton, may never come out of it. So unfortunately, the issue that I'm tracking is that new listing inventory is down. It's down nationally 48,000 um, in January of 2024. So it's actually like the worst it's ever been in the last 30 years. So standing inventory was okay. New listings is down nationally. So let's just jump to West Windsor. Again, West Windsor is so scintillatingly hot right now in terms of activity, demand, uh, not hot in terms of inventory. There basically isn't any. So last year, if you look at the number of homes listed in the bottom left of your screen, uh, in I'm sorry, in 2022, West Windsor brought 318 homes to the market, right? The listed median price was $700,000. The absorption rate, if you don't know what absorption rate is and you're looking to buy, you need to schedule a consultation with us. I'm not going to go into it. Was trending, let's just say, at 1.5 for the year. Not good if you're a buyer. Great if you're a seller. So 318,700 and let's just say 1.5. Last year, West Windsor brought in 225 listings, $100,000 increase in the median. That's the median price. And again, look at the absorption rate, probably trending closer to one. Um, if, you know, if anything at all. So massive increase in pricing in West Windsor, 
massive uh, decrease in listing volume and transaction volume subsequently. So West Windsor, um, it's been tough. So when you look at the year-end recap for pricing, I did run the numbers. So in 2012, you could have bought a single-family home on average in West Windsor for $563,000. Last year, it's $917,000. So let, let that sink in for a minute. And unless you were paying at least 104% of the asking price, you weren't competitive. That's where things were selling. So things were selling at 104% of the asking price in West Windsor average. That's average. Some were higher. And again, look at the days on market in West Windsor. So you had this incredibly low supply situation, no inventory coming to the market, massive demand, Princeton University, Job Center, New York City. It's got the train, which is now important again, as people are getting called back to work. I just had a couple, uh, a couple, a buyer, customers of mine settled last week. They need to be able to get into New York a few days a week. So 17 days on average for a home to go under contract and sell in West Windsor. So this is the big story. This is single family units sold. Like this is the biggest story I think out there. Again, you should follow a guy by the name of Lance Lambert on Twitter uh, and LinkedIn. I don't think he's on any other social media platform. I have interviewed him on the podcast. So here's the reality of the situation. And I, I don't see this changing anytime soon. If you look at the average number of single family homes sold in West Windsor, 252, 244, 260, 259, 245, 257, we saw the COVID spike as COVID ended, 334, dropped down to 221, and last year was down to 137 single family homes transacted. You could say that's down by half, a little less than half, 35, 40%, but massively undersupplied market. So it is what it is. A lot of people locked into these low rates. They are not moving. Canal Point, a single family uh, villa in Canal Point will cost you in excess of $700,000. In 2012, it was four sixty-seven. dollars And by the way, only last year, only one sold. One, that number, one. So condos and townhouses, you know, yeah, this is why investors are hanging on to these things and they're not selling. They are appreciating faster than any other asset. Plus you get to depreciate your taxes and investment, et cetera, and you make income on a low uh, payment. So that's why people are hanging on to their investment properties. So again, in 2012, it was 353. Last year, we ended the year condo and townhouses in West Windsor, 553.615. Massive price. It was actually 100,000 up from the year before. Right now, by the way, it's happening again. Like you can write this down. If inventory doesn't get better, it's happening again. That's just the demand activity. Um, list of sale price ratio, 105.3% in uh, condo townhouse market in West Windsor. So pretty incredible. And again, this is the big story, in my opinion. A lot of the national uh, public, you know, publications or experts are talking about this. Finally, it's just the lack of supply, damn it. So again, if you look at the average over the years, 60, 67, 65, 83, 71, then you saw a drop right? Got really low in 2020 in COVID, spiked to 99 as people moved 78 last year, 37. So it was the lowest year in uh, 10 plus years uh, in West Windsor for transaction volume in condos and townhouses. And they're selling in days well over the asking price, 100,000 plus cash, right? So again, 
we're not seeing a massive improvement in inventory. So in January of 2023, 12 homes were listed in West Windsor. In January of 2024, only 12 homes were listed in West Windsor. So it's not like it's gotten better, maybe hasn't gotten worse, but it hasn't gotten better in West Windsor. So again, 25% of the market last year was cash. Actually, that's inaccurate. I think it was 26.5, but whatever, I had a typo. So a lot of cash in the West Windsor market. Princeton, crazy, 2022, there were 362 listings. So remember that number, right? Listed median 1.213, that's the whole market. And the absorption rate was trucking in around two and a half, three months, right? If you don't know what absorption rate is and you're a buyer, you need to meet with myself and or my team. So again, 362, 1.213, and let's just say two and a half. Last year, 287. That's ridiculously low for Princeton. And um, you can see like in December of last year, six, like nothing came on the market. So of this past year, so 287 down from 362. The median was 1235, wasn't a huge increase. Uh, but the absorption rate, again, was middling around two, two and a half, three. Um, so just a, a tough environment for buyers. And again, the big picture in the single, this is the single family average sale price under a million, okay? Under a million bucks. 658 in 2012, 860 last year, 831 this year. Why did it go down? Well, there's a couple two bedroom homes that sold, right? And they sold for ridiculous numbers, but they don't sell as much as three bedrooms and it actually skewed the numbers. Uh, days on market 42. That's not really the story. This is the story. Look at the scarcity of units in Princeton under a million bucks, single family, detached, right? You know, maybe not single family, like could be a condo or even an ADU at this point, but you went from 140, 140, 126, 124. As prices appreciated, right? There was just fewer and fewer homes for the under million dollar buyer to buy in Princeton. Just is what it is. This is single family, mind you, single family, down to 45 uh, last year. So catastrophically low. I'd like to say, I hope that improves, but people are locked in these low rates. We'll see. So again, last year, 98.7% of um, list to sale price. Really mathematically, don't think you're getting a single family house less than uh, asking price or well above there was just a couple that came on that were priced so egregiously, it did uh, screw up the data. They had to reduce their price before they sold, but they did sell. So again, the one to two million average sale price used to be one three five four. It jumped to one four three one. Not a massive improvement, but when you think about it, what you're looking at on this graph is that three bedroom house that used to be eight hundred is now one three. And I'm kind of making that up, but that's the the reality. Days on market really low, but this is really the slide I wanted to show you. You can see the number of single families was picking up. It was actually improving, but that's because the number of single families under a million was declining. So they, the single families moved from the under million segment to the million to million two segment, right? And then the issue is we're starting to see them move out of the million to million two, a million to two million, and now they're jumping to two million plus. So, you know, inventory, single family inventory is scarce. It's expensive. Um, $2 million average sold price. Again, two nine, it's actually come down. So price is coming down. No, more housing products that used to be one seven are now selling in the low twos. There's just more of them. So look, 
In 2012, there was 11 single-family homes sold at 2 million plus. Last year was 33. But that, that, the unit slides are the slides I really wanted to talk to you about today. Um, it is what it is. So like, there's a lot of money in the market. There's scarcity in the market. Prices are going up. It's very difficult as a buyer. You need to really, really be in tune with what's going on in the market. But this is really the big picture, like the units, right? Single family units going down. Um, uh, under a million, million to a million nine to two million, right? Starting to go down and then two million starting to go up. Why? Because prices are shifting in, you know, homes are shifting into those upper categories. So let's just sell price ratio, even on a $2 million house, we're seeing bidding wars. Um, so the kind of townhouse average sale price, 862 has gone up. Um, I still think they're a good value, right? Personally. So days on market dropped precipitously to 29, which is the lowest, uh, on the last 12, you know, 10 plus years since 2012, it was 101. Last year was 104. There were some big ones that took a while to sell. Washington Oaks, which was an affordable price point in Princeton at 439 is now 819. They're newer, right? They're well-built, uh, great community, really lovely, like, you know, a lot going on there, but it's not cheap anymore. Griggs Farm was a starter home community. Like you could get in there for 319, 350, 408, 510, 567. Nuts. 51% cash in Princeton. Like it's a lot. So, you know, what's happening? I do want to bring attention to this that, you know, boomers are driving the market here. Uh, there's a lot of university faculty moving in. Uh, boomers are moving in out of the suburbs. They want to walk to town. They want the lifestyle and um, they're not letting go of their other homes. I was with a client yesterday morning here in the office in this room. They're moving from New York to uh, Princeton. They're not boomers, but they're hanging on to their place in New York because the rate is so low. So you're going to see that a lot, like people hanging on to real estate, refinancing, taking equity out, whatever, and then buying another home. So a lot of that happening uh, all over the place. And again, in Princeton, the ADU experiment uh, is, you'll see that really pick up steam, I think, by the end of this year. Check out PrincetonHomeConnections.com. If you haven't, it's our company. Uh, it's awesome. So that is what I wanted to do. The rental information I will do next Wilton Report, because I need a glass of water for talking so much. But for you landlords, I will do the rental pricing uh, next week. But I just kind of wanted to give you the overall picture uh, scarcity, high demand, high prices. Um, so, you know, act accordingly. That's the market. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the latest edition of the Wilton Report. Obviously, we are on Twitter. We are on Spotify. We are on podcasts, Spotify. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, et cetera. So just put us in a Google search or your social media search. And you will find the Wilton Report and or me chatting about real estate. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us for the Wilton Report. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it with your friends. And be sure to subscribe to the Wilton Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.